Hello and welcome back to The Average Shepherd. My name is Father Sam French. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast and a very Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Today's homily is called Get Real About God and it's inspired by the gospel readings taken from the Vigil Mass. So today we are reading from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 through 25. So let's begin. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how Jesus Christ came to be born. His mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they came to live together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a man of honor and wanting to spare her publicity, decided to divorce her informally. He had made up his mind to do this when the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because she has conceived what is in her by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you must name him Jesus, because he is the one who is to save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill the words spoken by the Lord through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel a name which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had told him to do. He took his wife into his home, and though he had not had intercourse with her, she gave birth to a son and named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Our ideas have a dramatic effect on our actions. For example, the notions we entertain and the ideas we have about another person will inevitably affect how we relate to that person. If someone walked up to me and handed me the keys to a brand new car, my idea of that person will be that they are fantastically generous and I will naturally want to treat them with kindness and gratitude. On the contrary, if I was to find out that my best mate had been stealing from my bank account for several years, I'm going to think he is a special kind of liar and backstabber, and that friendship is going to get pretty icy pretty quickly. The ideas we have about people have a huge impact on the way we treat them and the way that we interact and communicate with them. The same logic, of course, applies to our relationship with God. What is our fundamental and orientating idea of God? What notions do we entertain about the personality of God and his view of us? Our answer to this question is extremely important because it will have a massive impact on how we treat God, how we interact with him in prayer, and ultimately how we live out our Christian faith. Someone who doesn't believe in God at all will simply have no relationship with him. That's an example of their idea affecting their mode of action. Alternatively, someone who perceives God as an angry, intolerant tyrant will inevitably have a fearful, unstable relationship with God. Again, someone who thinks God is a distant or impersonal force will naturally have a cold, distant, and non-caring relationship with him. We thus need to ask ourselves the question, what is God actually like? What is the true idea of God? Well, fortunately for us, the answer to this very question is the very reason we celebrate Christmas. Christmas is all about the self-revelation of God. 
There is only one sentence I know which perfectly summarizes God in his fullness. God is love. This truth, this idea is the beating heart of the Christian faith. We look at God's chosen people in the Old Testament. They took centuries to work this out clearly. And we hear this expressed in the book of Hebrews when it said, In many and impartial ways, God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son. The point of this passage is that in the Old Testament, we didn't have a full idea of God, so we couldn't have a full relationship with him. But on Christmas Day 2,000 years ago, God came into the world as a helpless and a tiny baby, revealing to us exactly what kind of God he was. Unlike the ancient Greek or Roman gods, our God is neither distant nor tyrannical. Our God is not an impartial force like those found in Taoism or Hinduism. Our God is different. Our God so loved the world that he gave his only son, sending him into our world, into our lives, into our sinful mess to reveal that there was nothing about our lives that he does not understand. There is nothing about our lives that he has not experienced, not even suffering or death. Today, in the story of Christ's birth, we heard, A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel is the Hebrew name which means God is with us, and indeed, he is with us. God was not content to watch from afar as we vainly struggled against the power of sin and temptation in our lives. He sent his son to heal the wound of original sin embedded deep in our humanity and to open for each of us the pathway of grace and power, to overcome sin and to enter into a personal relationship with our creator and savior. The mark of a genuine Christian is a personal relationship with God. If we want to have that personal relationship, complete with the grace and the power that God gives us over the influence of sin in our lives, we need to know who God actually is. We need to start with the right idea about God. I remember when I was younger, my main ideas about God were essentially inconvenient Sunday mornings, formal prayers before meals, another subject in the school classroom, and the thing that my parents were really into. It wasn't until I was a bit older and I began to properly pray on my own that I truly encountered God. I was 18 years old, sitting on the train on the way to uni where I was studying psychology at the time. I was thinking all about my future. What would come of my life? How much would I earn? Were my high school girlfriend and I going to last? I remember, however, in the midst of all these questions was a growing sense of emptiness. The haunting question, does any of this stuff even matter? Does my life even matter? Sadly, this is a very common question for many young people today. But it was in that moment that I turned to God and I prayed more genuinely than I had before. I said, please, Lord, show me my purpose. Now, this doesn't happen for everyone, but in the next moment, I was overwhelmed by God's presence. It was like on that train, I was being wrapped in a blanket of God's love and mercy. 
I had this unshakable image of a priest in my mind that I just could not shake off, despite how ridiculous it seemed to me at the time. I was so shook and convinced by this experience of God that I actually dropped out of uni that same day and went to speak to a priest about where it is I need to sign up for the Catholic priesthood. The details get very long and confusing after that, and there's since been a decade of ups and downs on the way to me becoming a priest. But the purpose of my story is to express how my life, my actions, my hopes and desires were totally transformed when I glimpsed God as he truly is, love, mercy and fulfillment. If it wasn't for that moment of prayer on the train, I could have lived my life in blindness to the intense love and mercy God has for each one of his sons and daughters. I could have lived in blindness to the riches contained in the teachings of Christ and his church, which I never understood properly or clearly even though I went to a Catholic school. I could have lived in blindness to the joy of my vocation as a priest and the fulfillment and meaning which comes only in following the will of God. Emmanuel, God is with us. This is what Christmas is about. Our God of love and mercy came into the world as one of us to save us from sin and to bring us into a fulfilling relationship and life with him. If our idea of God is anything other than this, then we've made a mistake. If our view of God is about mythology, rules, fear, control, or power, then we will never have a fulfilling relationship with him. Christmas is the celebration of God revealing himself in his son Jesus, giving humanity the right idea of himself. Tonight I invite each of you, Everyone here in this church, myself included, to discover and rediscover the right idea of God as love, mercy, and fulfillment. I encourage each of you to begin or renew your relationship with God based on this idea and no other. Ultimately, I want everyone's life to change like mine did that day on the train when I saw God in a new way. We can begin that journey by trying to pray each and every day, establishing that personal relationship with God. We can start on this journey by coming to Mass on Sundays to witness His love as it's revealed to us first in the Scriptures and then in the Holy Eucharist. We can advance on the journey by seeking out His mercy and forgiveness in the healing sacrament of confession. And finally, we can know where we are going by seeking answers to our questions of faith, whether it be by contacting us priests or through the incredible Catholic resources we can find online. So this year, let's not let Christmas be a one-and-done kind of event. Let our faith in God be now and forever. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help me spread the word and the average shepherd, you can do so by leaving a positive review and sharing it online. Merry Christmas, everyone. Look forward to seeing you soon. God bless.